You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Yes! I have a that Beyonce should have been concerned about Jay Z cheating on her when she wrote a song about how crazy in love she is, and he just responds with how he's like a nice coat. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It bothers me every time there's a rap song where like the yeah. song is about something, and the rap part is just about how awesome they are and has nothing to do with the rest of the song. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Anyway, hello friends. Uh, welcome to a brand new episode of Girly Mags. This week we'll be heading back to September 2003 with Twist Magazine. We'll be giving you all the irresistibly flirty tips and tricks you'll need to make sure your first date game is strong and not at all slutty in any way. Ooh wee! We'll also be talking trash about the Yoko Factor and how rock and roll is full of giant manipulative man babies who need to grow the fuck up. And we just wouldn't be the girly mags you know and love if we didn't dish on sex, love, and that time you revenge spit on your romantic rival. My name is Dee Mortimer, and to my right... Hey y'all, it's your girly gal, Lauren Presky. Happy to be back with the crew. It's summer, so you're probably all going to be out bike riding. So a little Presky cycling safety tip after years of analysis. If you're cycling and a driver is about to drive into you, they will immediately steer away if you scream, my baby. <laughs> so be safe out there in the big city traffic, y'all. And to my right. Her baby. Quick, quit your kvetchen. Being so tumult. <laughs> you look oingeschluffen. So get woke. It's the Jew boy in the world of the true goy. Young Manischewitz, the Iraqi with the old Milwaukee, on the walkie-talkie, and off the top shelf broccoli. Girly gang, Q-tip your ears, we're pulling up. First off, big shout out to Broward County's destination for Middle Eastern Kosher Fair, Jew Hungry, home of the three-foot in diameter Lafa. And what do you want to eat? Canton, Ohio's most authentic Jewish diner established 1951. Link up. Thanks to Bonds and our sponsors. Let's bring the noise. You know what the fuck going on? <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> my name is James Holler, a.k.a. the birthday boy. Birthday, birthday boy! Happy birthday! You know, I like that you said bike riders instead of cyclists. Anyone who rides a bike and calls us a cyclist is an asshole. Oh, my God. So uh, I, was, uh, I was talking to a friend the other day. And, you know, this is a fake story because it starts with I was talking to a friend. And uh, this friend, he's kind of a jerk. He's always complaining about getting friend zoned by these ladies he's seeing. Ugh. Oh, I got friend zoned by another one, he says to me. Not really because he doesn't exist. And then he says to me one day, it's like, oh, uh, I got good news. I got this uh, new girl who wants me to be uh, friends with benefits. And he was all excited about this. And then it just turns out now he's paying for her glasses and prescriptions. <laughs> oh, no. But I'm t- <laughs> oh, happy birthday, James. Happy birthday. Marty, you've got to come back with me. All right, so let's just hop into this month in history. September 2003. September 1st, 
Dutch dispensaries become the first in the world to offer cannabis as a prescription drug. Ooh. Very interesting. Yeah! <laughs> Is the legalization of weed everywhere really hurting Amsterdam tourism? I don't people think so. People used to go there to smoke weed. Now it's like, I could just stay home. Yeah. You know, people, you can go see like that same thing, like that. What do they have? That pool or whatever in the middle of the town? You just go to like West Fairview Edmonton Mall. Mall. Yeah, exactly. Just it's go to West same. Edmonton Mall. You know what's a horrible <laughs> trip? Smoking a bunch of weed in Amsterdam and then going to the Anne Frank house. Oh, Jesus. September God. 5th. No offense to Amsterdam. I do love you. September 5th. David Blaine begins a new stunt where he stays in a small transparent capsule suspended 30 feet above the ground near Tower Bridge on the River Thames. Oh, I'm in a glass case of emotion. And uh, he went without food for 44 days. I that remember this. September 6th, my, my favorite piece of information, Johns Hopkins researchers retract all results of a frequently cited study which claimed that extensive and permanent brain damage occurred after a single dose of ecstasy due to a labeling mistake on the experimental drug vials all but one of the animals involved in the study were not actually given ecstasy at all but were instead given methamphetamine oh god that you is know, not okay people could say uh ecstasy doesn't give you brain damage but have you met people who've done a lot of ecstasy but meth heads September 8th, <laughs> Recording Industry Association of America sues music swappers, and they file civil lawsuits against 261 people who shared more than 1,000 music files on the internet. A 12-year-old settles with them, agreeing to pay 2,000 in fines for illegally sharing songs over the net. Oh, my God. A 12-year-old. What a bunch of bullies they are. September 17th, LGBT rights in Canada. The Canadian House of Commons passes a private member's bill, including protection for sexual orientation in the existing law on hate propaganda. Good job. Very good job, Canada. September 17th, this one's for you, James. Billy Corgan (laughs) presents his poetry at the Art Institute of Chicago's Rubloff Auditorium. Why is that for me? (laughs) You like poetry. Is one, of the, <laughs> is one of the poems about like uh, Jessica Simpson or whatever? I, I hope wonder so. if one of them. Oh my god, I hope they so. They did date. It went out. September twentieth, Will and Grace actress Megan Mullally, forty-four, weds actor Nick Offerman, thirty-two, I in Los Angeles. Couple. Love that guy too. Uh, September twenty-first, uh, fifty-fifth Emmy Awards. You'll West Wing. Everybody loves Raymond. Uh, James Gandolfini, Edie Falco wins. Not really that great, if you ask me. What? Edie Falco? Uh, well, everybody One loves of the Raymond. Greatest oh, actors. She's great. Yeah, actresses. I, everybody hates Raymond. Uh, everybody loves actor? I, thought, I feel like you have to call them actors now. I though. think they're all called actresses now, even the men. Awesome. September 25th, Kodak. <laughs> Kodak has said it will no longer make major investments in conventional photographic films. So September 25th, 2003. Is when the world changed. Yeah. Seriously? Kodak? Kodak? Kodak. Kodak? Kodak? It fell off like so much because when you said Kodak, I automatically thought of Kodak Black. I didn't even think of like the Uh, picture. It's odd. You're the oldest, yet that was a very millennial thing to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, my brain still fucking works, all right? You <laughs> this piece of crap. September 27th, actress Halle Berry announces her separation from second husband, Eric Benet, who you may remember from Jay-Z dropping his name in his 444 album. In the track, Kill Jay-Z, the lyrics were, You almost went Eric Benet, let the baddest girl in the world get away. I don't even know what else to say. Never go Eric Benet. <laughs> Good advice. 
death. Lots of people died on this day. Oh, no. But some good people okay. and some real a-holes. All right. So the director of the Nazi propagandist film Triumph of the World died after living a ripe age of 101. Oh, great. Damn. It's like a double-edged sword. I want to be happy because he died, but that she, long life, it's like. She died. Lifey Reifenstahl? Yeah. That Lenny Reifenstahl. So yeah. who are the bad people who died? Oh, my God. Oh God. <laughs> Edward Teller died. He was the father of the hydrogen bomb. Dead. Uh, 95. He oh lived right ball they shoot. Uh, John Ritter died. Oh, no. I loved oh, him. Oh, that sucks. Johnny Cash died. Oh, that, that sucks, too. And the father of Kardashians, Robert Kardashian, dead. Oh, wow. That is sad, though. Uh, motion pictures, as James likes to say. Dickie Roberts, former child star starring <laughs> David Spade and Party Monster which also stars former child star Macaulay Culkin. I liked Party Monster. More importantly, yeah. two uh, VHS and DVD releases that I felt worth mentioning. The first one is called The Air Up There, which is number 41 in Complex Magazine's most racist movies of all time. Ooh, oh. The oh white man is back up to his old tricks as an assistant college basketball coach, Kevin Bacon, tries to pry a tall African prince with star potential from his tribe, to help him win some games. Despite oh. his inclination to rape the Dark Continent, the coach saves a day, resolving the tribe's potentially bloody conflict with a neighboring tribe and an encroaching mining company by organizing a high-stakes game of basketball. Uh. They had a lady player on their team, uh, on, on the good team, you Kevin Bacon's team. You can just say player. And then, uh, well, she was a lady player. The point is that she was a lady. Oh, in I'm the movie. Oh, I, got, I got you, I got you, Jesus. I got you. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I apologize. Happy, happy birthday, James. He needs to have a, a woke nap. You're I too woke. I don't, I don't remember anything from this movie, but I, I see this all the time. There's a scene in the trailer where uh, the player guarding her is grabbing her up on her butt, and then... Kevin Bacon yells, he's goosing her! Oh. And then she whips the ball at his dick, and the African assistant coach, after he gets hit in the dick, looks at him and goes, boo! Oh. Oh <laughs> wow, I can't believe you I fucking know that. All, I say it every time someone gets hit in the dick now. And no one knows <laughs> what I'm no idea. And then a straight to video, Airbud spikes back, also known as Airbud 5, <laughs> but he finds that he also has the uncanny ability to play volleyball. <laughs> Throughout this experience, he and a talking parrot stopped some crooks. And uh, I did do some trivia. It if looks you like, like volleyball. That kind of sounds pretty good. Well, only three hits are allowed in volleyball. Yet Buddy's team used four hits to get their twenty-fourth point in the final game. Bastards. So fake news. Shit. More, more. We like back a good to that Air Bud well. I need an authentic That Air Bud well is born. There's lots. How does a dog? I get they can do a bump with their nose. How can he spike? But how can he spike? Well, they jump up and maybe he hits them both. With his paws. head? Like his paws. sideways? Oh, his paws. Eh. Paws are like, like arms. This. Yeah. You do a dog paddle in the air after you've butted it up with your nose. You set it up and you fucking paws blast are like it in the other hands. team's face. Do you find it weird that it's like they just talk casually about the fact that Buddy can play volleyball, except they have to specify that he's friends with a talking parrot? <laughs> <laughs> Parrot also voiced by Gilbert Gottfried. Oh. I, I, ah. I also forgot Air to mention. They're <laughs> so good at volleyball. You can be my Yoko Ono. You can follow me wherever I go. Hey, you know, you know it would be weird if you were like a hipster who doesn't get it and you're like, I prefer the bare naked ladies early stuff. <laughs>
before <laughs> Stephen Page left. Because he has a which cocaine is true. problem. Because I love video go- is I, 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 I will defend early bare naked ladies pre Stephen Page when Stephen Page was still in the band. Pre one week. Yeah. Their stuff pre one week was better. Will, it was good. I it's when they sold it. out and got big in the States. They got huge yeah. in the yeah. States. I Although, listen to it more often than you'd think. Like, I listen to Bare Naked Ladies early stuff a lot. I was so into it right with you there. Like, I was fully into it. Did you know that, uh, so for years, it, everyone thinks it was the cocaine moment that made Stephen Page leave the band. But for years, Stephen Page was like, I don't want to do this. this is, like, they were they recorded a Christmas album. And Stephen Page is like, I'm tired of this jokey bullshit. Like, right. I don't want to do this. And they were all like, the rest of them were like, we want to do it. And mm-hmm. there was always a riff there. And then the song, um, what was the song about, like, uh, it, I, I feel good enough, I guess. Considering every pinch me. Oh, yeah, me, that, yeah, yeah. And I still asleep. <laughs> they, yeah. scored, they scored a hit with that song. And that led them to know that they could be successful without Stephen Page in the band. Right, pretty good, dude. You need didn't like a, see sing leading that song. You gotta get. So everyone says it was the cocaine, but it wasn't. They already wanted. That was just the excuse to get Stephen You're Page just out tr- of the band. Any th- any chance you get to like forgive a coke addict? <laughs> yeah, he because he knows he's sympathized. Coke addict. We have no proof he was a coke addict. He did coke. Like no one's saying he was an addict. Like, he was an addict. The he was fully of the an addict. Bare he naked said it was like no offense. Powder. It seems <laughs> like the, the climate of that band is not like let's fucking snort a line as big as a fucking runaway train. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're like they're if they see a line backstage, they're like I don't know, it's not right. Line. That's like, that's like, much it's more. Stevens. Could have been, it could have been a bump of coke off of a key that he got kicked out of. You know, no, it was no. a pile of coke on a table. It was a told, giant pile of cocaine. He told yeah. the really? it, was it was a Scarface pile. Yeah. Scarface style pile. He was with two women. And the cops saw them through the window, which is bullshit, by the way. Yeah. Don't come in my house because you see me, you're driving past, you see me leaning over a table. I'm in my house. Like, Would, leave me alone. That wouldn't even hold me, up in court, though. If if that, you ca- it's at least it's still odd. illegal. Like, do two women and coke really go together? Oh the God. weird thing is everyone thinks like, cops can't come in your house without a warrant, mm-hmm. but they can if they have probable cause. Right. And they can make that up for anything. So, yeah. I don't know. That's bullshit. Wow. So wow. welcome back to Ladies Cast, <laughs> the bare naked podcast. <laughs> We're nude. We're ladies. totally nude right now. <laughs> um, so this Shout segment, out the ladies. Speaking of people breaking up bands, this is a segment this piece of shit magazine wrote called Will These Girls Ruin Rock and Roll? We have found the witch. May we burn? Huh? Burn! Find out which one of these actresses are in line for the role of Yoko Ono. Now, A... These guys are already doing a fine job of ruining rock and roll without any woman's help. Am I right, people? You're so right. I I disagree. I I really like Jack White. Jack White is the exception. Yeah, Jack White. Jack White is great. Say what you will about Jack White, but any fucking music teacher out there who's ever taught a music lesson knows that you can, whenever possible, you can fall back on fucking Seven Nation Army. Exactly. Seven Nation Army. It's in the canon. Is like a smoke on the water. Yeah. And then, like, just a couple songs in the 70s. And then Seven Nation Army was the last song to get in. Like, no one came up with that bass line before. Yeah. And now it's, like, the most instantly recognizable. People do it at all sports games. Yeah. No matter the country. Like, there'll be Russians going, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. That's, that's really true. impressive. I mean, that's yeah. very classic. So, uh, uh, who's in line for Yoko Ono? Can we talk for one second that even Yoko Ono isn't Yoko Ono? 
Yeah. Like, they were already breaking up. Paul and John hated each other. Exactly. Paul uh, uh, jo- Paul wrote, like, uh, When I'm 64. Yeah. Famously, he'd write these, and John would be like, oh, Paul's written another one of his granny songs. <laughs> and it's, like, famously, like, Paul would write these fucking, you know, like, yeah. cutesy songs, and John Lennon didn't want any part of that, and John no. Lennon was an asshole. I Paul was kind of a nice guy. I, I feel like, honest to God, like, any artist in the world, right, any artist in the world would fucking love to have the blessing of someone as fucking nutty as Yoko to fucking walk in your life and inspire you. The music that she was making, the shit that she was doing, nobody even fucking talks about that. You have I to know. really do a lot of research to even look at a fucking thing that Yoko has done. Did you know uh, the fucked. thing that Yoko did that made John Lennon fall in love with her? was it was an in- This might be apocryphal, but it was an installation. It was an all-white room, and uh, there was a ladder in the room and there was a t- it led to this tiny little black marking. You had to take a magnifying glass and look at it, and it just said yes. Yeah, I heard And John that. Lennon was like, I have to meet the person who did this. Yeah. And that's how he met Yoko Ono. I love that. And it's just like, the Beatles were already growing and evolving, and then they grow and evolve as individuals and other exactly. artists. And what does that fucking matter? And the reason women are blamed for most breakups of bands is because men aren't supposed to have emotions. So yeah. when women bring emotions in, it's the woman's and fault. And famously, yeah. Linda McCartney was as much of a Yoko Ono as Yoko Ono was. But she wasn't But talented. here's the thing. You go home at the end of the day to your wife and be like, oh, I fucking hate John. He's yeah. such an asshole. And y- your wife listens to this and she's like, yeah, he, he seems to be treating you pretty, pretty bad. Big dick. You, yeah. you should probably, I don't know, if you're so unhappy, you should leave. And everybody, he's like, yes, I should leave. Yeah. Because she made him feel like he's downloading this onto her. And then she yep. gets blamed for being the one who made him leave. She they, she got blamed for being on his side basically, which is the side she like wanted to be on and was the side that she should have been on yeah. as his partner. To be fair, like those are full on granny songs. Like my grandmother's oh, favorite song, "Booby Loves Yesterday." Like she <laughs> loves a good. Yesterday. I like yesterday. Yesterday doesn't count as those songs. Yesterday's a great song. Uh, Paul McCartney wrote the worst song I've ever heard. They had it playing for trailers uh, in movies. It was such a big thing. Gareth from The Office was in the video, and it was like. Everybody jump around. Everybody get up and down. Everybody have a dance tonight. That was the f- it was the worst song I've ever heard. <laughs> fucking life. so cute though. Give me a fucking. You legit break, made that man. sound like Morrissey. Out of the cutest human. Yeah, being. <laughs> well, that'd be great. That sound like Morrissey. <laughs> cool. Anyways, here are these girls who might ruin rock and roll. One is uh, the fact that Chris Robinson is dating Kate Hudson. From the black, does anyone know a Black Crow song? Yeah, totally. I love the Black Crow. Are they good? I've never. I think the Black Crows are incredible. You can listen to Shake Your Money Maker, which is one of their best albums. Or I like them when they started evolving. And there's a great album called Amorica, and they were did uh, some incredible songs. Really good. Oh, I I kind of fell. I fell off the Remedy. Yeah, Remedy's a good one. Great band, guys. You're confusing Black Crows with Counting Crows. (laughs) (laughs) Adam Duritz. Underrated fuck machine, that guy. Yeah. yeah. That guy fucking dated everyone. He dated most of friends. <laughs> Including Joey. That's a fucking walking poem, that guy. And then we got Girls Jack White that. and Renee Zellwidger. Who, Widger? Uh, I know. Uh, which is a weird couple, but hey, you know, whatever. I don't have much to say about that. Uh, she's crazy right now. If she I looks like an her, ape attack to her face. Knowing, <laughs> knowing that she's like so good at the British accent, if I dated her, I, we would date for like two weeks. She'd get so annoyed. I'd be like, please do the British accent. <laughs> Just one more time, baby. And then? And then we got Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow. Now, Chris Martin 
is not rock and roll. No. I mean. Not even a little bit. He's ruined rock and roll. I, hey, I will go to bat for parachutes. Yeah. (laughs) I liked parachutes. And I even liked a couple songs of A Rush of Blood to the Head. I didn't mind like the early Coldplay stuff, but it wasn't rock and roll. And then it was pop music. And then he's dancing around in a neon-painted suit jacket in the Super Bowl, <laughs> making horrible music. Yeah. As an old man, like your nuts hang really low. If my, my nuts ever get in the way and they start knocking at my knees, I just put on fucking yellow and my nuts just shrivel <laughs> right back up into the 12-year-old boy position. Bottom line, women don't ruin rock and roll. No. You were my son. You were my earth. I could listen to that forever. God, that was a good song. It was- Oh, such a good song. That whole album, like Future Sex Love Songs, was so good. It was Future a solid Sex Love Future Songs, Sex. dude. That's oh, fucking shit, Justified, that's bro. That. Justified, Justified. Justified is sick. Justified they was, were good albums, Justified though, both of them. Justified was as good as Future Sex Love Songs. Yes. Yeah, no. Justified is the superior album. I agree. Album. Oh, I, I like both of them. The best I you know what, guys? Like I haven't all gone, the good songs on I haven't Justified. gone deep into the album cuts of All I the good songs on Justified. Like, it's got, like, Senorita. It's got Last Night. The yeah, fucking it is good. Britney I, did. You know what? I'm going to download it legally today. I hate on Senorita. That dude, Pusha T I is on that fucking shit. I used to listen to that album with my sister, and there's, like, the funniest ad lib. It's so random in that. And we used to fucking laugh hysterically every time it came on. It's just a break in the music, and he's like, hold my jacket. (laughs) (laughs) You guys both 30? Who sits around listening to albums with their sister when they're like 30? This was like fucking 20 years ago. That's 2002. Yeah. Fucking break. So he was 30. (laughs) <laughs> ah. Fair enough, yeah. So that song is a So that song's a revenge song 20s. about Britney Spears, apparently. Last night. Allegedly. Last night. Oh, and Crimea River, too. A lot of songs on that. Oh, one, last huh? night? I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's true. The whole album is song. full. Yeah. No, no, it's not. Meaning. It was a Justin song first. Revenge is sweet or is it sour? This girl, Trina, was pissed at me because I hooked up with her boyfriend. Bitch. Go figure. Yes, I did know he had a girlfriend when I married out with him. Yeah. Yikes. But really, shouldn't she be madder at him than me? We agree. That's the case. We've talked about this before. Yep. I mean, it's not like I cheated on anyone. Anyway, she asked me to stay away from her man. Legit. I pointed out that if he was making out with me, then he wasn't really her man at all. Now, was he? Hmm. But being a reasonable person, I don't know about that, I worked out the perfect compromise. I spat in Trina's face. Oh, my God. There, I said as my saliva dripped off her face. Now you're even with your boyfriend. I've swapped spit with both of you. Oh, my God. So have you ever spat on anyone? Have you ever spat on anyone? Yes. Yes? Yes. What's your your spitting on story? I was in Sneaky D's, above Sneaky D's, at a show and some girl was starting with me. Some strange girl was starting with me. And I didn't. I How was she starting with you? I don't remember because I was a little intoxicated. But she was making fun of my. She goes, look at your hair. That's what she what? said. I don't know I what that it. meant. I get it. I get what she was coming And then. <laughs> <laughs> and it escalated. And I didn't know this. But my friends saw. This was like 15 more than 15 years ago and 20 years ago, maybe. And my friends saw and I heard about this later that as her and I were getting I was trying to talk calmly to her and she was getting really in my face. And uh, 
I spat in her face. Mm, and as soon nice. as I spat in her face, my friends pulled her away. But I found out later that they saw this escalate. So one of them had put a beer bottle in his pocket should things have gotten out of control. Really? Yes. So he could hit a lady with it? What a gentleman. I <laughs> don't know why. I don't know why. I don't even like this story. It's insane. I'm not Fine. into this story. I like okay. that story. I uh have you, hey, 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 here's a question for the the men in the podcast. Have you ever had a drink thrown at you? A drink thrown in your face. I'm surprised that's never happened to me. Oh, it's never happened. Like, oh. you're at a thing and a girl's like, you're a slime Oh, mom. yes. Yes. Oh, really? I also have had a drink thrown in my face from a, another you girl. You got a drink thrown in your face? Yeah. Was it because of your awful hair? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I once had a beer poured on my head. Like a full beer? The most beautiful sweetest person in Toronto. I won't say her name. Is it my friend? Was it a Ronnie's? Yeah. Your friend's was it a Ronnie's? Sweet no. It was Because not. my friend poured a beer on someone's head who f- he walked by her and farted in front of her face. Oh my god. And she went over to him and poured a beer on his head. Could you imagine me farting in public? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> do you know me? I won't even eat in the same room as people. <laughs> this actually happened. We may have actually talked about this before. James at one of our fucking gigs at fucking Parts and Labor. Okay, we used to play in a punk band. For those who don't know, James and I used to play in a punk band. At one of our gigs, okay, we got this gig with this band who was like doing pretty well and we we're pretty stoked about it. Anyways, there's two people in the band. One of the band members' girlfriends gets fucking a fountain of beer from James, a projectile from his mouth to her face oh in the middle God. of fucking the, 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 one of the, the band sets. And fucking, I have to hear about this. It's like James fucking spit mm. in my girlfriend's face. He Not spit. I was like, wait, wait, story. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. What It sounded like James, you said James spit in your girlfriend's face. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the real story. I wish Andrew was here for this. For some reason, me and Andrea had this thing. I think it might have caused sometimes I, t- I spit when I talk. And I spit on her, and then she spit back at me. So That's we were awesome. chasing each other around, <laughs> spitting on each other that night. Because <laughs> we're cool and we're punk rock. And uh, so I see this girl with some dark hair. And I see she's standing there. And then dark. I sneak up on her and spit in her face thinking it was Andrea. <laughs> it was not no. Andrea. And the gross thing was, I was like drinking, you know, you drink beers and first they refresh you and then they take uh, uh, liquid away from you after yes. a point. This is like dry, gross spit. Spit in her face. It's this guy's girlfriend. She starts crying <gasps> and runs to well, him. What would you, you do? Dick. <laughs> I thought it was Andrea. It Which is even cool. worse. <laughs> worse argument. We were sorry. I thought you were my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> if, if without context, sorry. I thought you were my girlfriend, and I wanted to spit in her face. <laughs> Not knowing that we were playing this game where oh, we were Oh, Andrea, I miss you.
in this issue, the editors and writers of at Twist answer the age-old question of whether or not a 15-year-old has any business with meeting their online predator boyfriends in real life. That's uh, presumptuous, D. <laughs> it is presumptuous, but also this question comes from Lydia, who is only 15. Um, I met this guy online, and we clicked immediately. He's 15, like me, and only lives a few towns away from mine. He asked me to meet him, and I really want to, but my friends say he could be a psycho. I know that can't be true, <laughs> so how do you convince them that he's a sweet guy and there's nothing to worry about? He said he's bringing some Mike's Hard Lemonade. And to meet him in his, uh, this abandoned shack. Where he'll also bring a video camera. I don't know. I do not trust this person at all. This is, this is like way before there was like 700,000 links to, to catch a predator on I YouTube. Know. And it I was know. just like in the popular consciousness that shit like this goes down. This is like why, the, probably why that show like existed. <laughs> You know, like the onset of the internet and that's yeah. like, that was like a wave of pedophilia that probably like, I don't think nobody really thinks about it, but it's just sort of like, people must have been like, shit, you know, if you're like an actual pedophile in that scenario, like you're going to take advantage of that. You it's just ask scary. him a bunch of questions scary and only a 15 year old boy in 2003 would like, know. What like kind of questions? How are you at getting the second videotape in the warehouse level on Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that's actually really detailed and awesome. Damn, that's disgusting. <laughs> I hope you don't have experience. But anyway, uh, Lydia, 15-year-old Lydia, the answer is always no. Don't go and meet that person. You can meet the that's person. That's crazy. At what age are they okay meet to meet? People mall. online date all the time now. Not at 15. I think they do. I think at 15 you do. You are uh. tindering at 15. If, you're, if your parents are still signing your report cards and your failed tests, I feel like maybe you shouldn't be meeting you're people online. What if you're an adult student? And you have no friends in your high... No, you can't meet boys people in your high People had sex school. in grade 10. I know. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Is I know. I was looking at you, but I was talking to D. I, I like really wonder how it is, though, for like underage people, because don't um, websites like Bumble or like apps like Tinder or whatever, uh, don't they like... For age, right? But like... What they do? Just say they, click here if you're 18, like yeah, they do with every porn site online? I'm just a little wary. I'm very wary. Dee is the mother that would not allow her 15-year-old Lydia to go meet this psycho. I would say, enjoy yourself, honey. Bring some Dunkaroos. I'm like <laughs> I'm like that old-school parent where I'm like, fucking leave and go ride your bike f- to the dump, and I'll see you at like 10 p.m. <laughs> James is from a small town. I'm not... I'm not making like playdates for my kids. I'm like, if you die, that's natural selection. Someone must oh die God. so others could live. <laughs> if I was a dad, like I would say shit like this to my daughter and we'd be cool. Like maybe she'd be a tomboy if I really did this. But like I would be like, listen, if you're going to fucking take a piss or a shit or whatever, as soon as you go, anytime your fucking ass hits a toilet, FaceTime me because I want to know where you are. What on earth does that have to do with anything? Like Chuck Berry. If I'm a do- <laughs> if I have a daughter, video I want her to vid- video time me when bathroom. she's peeing or shitting. That is some weird shit, Ro. <laughs> well, alone in the bathroom, send me a video of you. 
Let's like look at the advice. I think they gave pretty good advice, and I think I we can kind of meet on a mi- middle ground with like how I feel about this and how maybe everybody else in this <laughs> podcast does. So the advice is short and sweet, but it says your friends aren't trying to bring you down; they're just worried about your safety. Problem is, you can't be sure that there's nothing to worry about. You never really know who you're talking to online. He could actually be some forty-year-old perv. So before you even think Rowie, about meeting him, me. <laughs> check out helpful sites like some helpful sites. They list a couple uh, to get the real scoop on online dating. Wait, what's the title of oh the God. website name? www.safeteens.com. I'm going there right now. Okay. You go there and I'm going to read the not rest Not on of my it. Wi-Fi. I don't want the fucking <laughs> FBI. <laughs> Nothing Safe with fucking teens, teens in the URL. Okay? Of course, Dee's a mom. She read the website www. I'm not a mom. I have no interest in having kids because I'm this fucking scared of like them so, going out and doing So the website still exists, but it's now called connectsafely.org. Okay. Well, they say they say in the in the advice they say if you still feel like you must meet this guy, make sure to go with a group of friends, never alone. Meet in a public place and yeah. tell your parents exactly where you'll be and who you'll be meeting. That's a nice medium. I can I can deal with that. That's fine. But it's just I don't know. I think there was a time that I took a lot of risks meeting people yeah. online when I was younger. That I every time I would come, this I is would your mid twenties. I would late say thirty eight. I would say, <laughs> I can't believe I'm alive still. I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you, the worst situations I ever had were not with people I met on the internet. They were with people I knew. Yeah, that's so, fair. Like, yeah. bring on the forty-eight-year-old perverts, <laughs> Rowie. Well, they got eight years to go. Well, meet in public with friends, fine. But people, like, tell your parents. Don't fucking tell your parents. Just tell somebody. Tell, tell where somebody. you're going. But they'll be like, hey, don't you don't. Okay. Parents, you have no business knowing anything about your kid's <laughs> dating life until they're dating someone. Unless they're in well, the washroom. That's gross room. and weird. Unless they're in the washroom, you should know everything about that. <laughs> <laughs> Piss oh, does man. not hit the fucking toilet without fucking I don't think I've me. ever had like a successful online dating scenario in my life. I've I done have. plenty of fish. I've done Lava Life. I paid for Lava Life. Remember Lava Life? Yeah. I met my first... I've talked about this. I met my first girlfriend on AsianAvenue.com. Plenty of fish is just full of just human mistakes, but man. Online dating used to be, there used to have a huge stigma, and then Tinder came along, yeah. and everybody fucking does it now. And Grinder, And Grinder, of course. But everyone does it now. I met my boyfriend on Tinder. Bumble's yeah. too good, too, but Bumble... You like jazz. Apparently, it's like not as like dirty. Bumble is irritating, because Bumble people think, oh, I can be more empowered, and I'll take control and message them. But the reality is all you're doing is letting lazy people wait for you to message so that you don't have to do anything. You can just sit there and wait until some chick messages you. I initiate all the messaging myself all the time. What the fuck are you talking about? Guys. You don't need to be so angry. I'm uh, I'm, I'm struggling to participate in this conversation because I'm not a fucking loser. <laughs> oh, oh fuck God. off, James. <laughs> James, I met you on the internet. <laughs> James is definitely the guy in the podcast that has his shit together the most because he's in what I mean. I mean, because you've gone out with yeah, you have a long LTR. Come on, brag about yourself, James. When I first moved to the city, uh, that's when you need online dating. I think a lot. Sure. When I first moved to the city, I didn't know that many people, and once I'd been here for a while, I didn't. I didn't need it. Because uh, if you're online, look at some pictures of me from around 2005 on. Oh, man. Not stop at 2013. Don't go further. 
No, I don't want to shit on online dating. I like two of my best friends met and they they got married and they have like two lovely children now and it worked out very well for them. Didn't you try some online dating and it I ended did. with the guy wanting to shit on you? Yeah, no, that was that no, that was um online that that was sexting or no, um online sex. I know that Internet was called a, that was called a joke. So, I I've actually been searching connectsafely.org and it appears that it is no longer for teens as the article that I found is called the Senior's Guide to Online Safety. Oh, they're all inclusive now. Oh, that's cute. Safety tips for old people surfing the internet. Make sure the first meeting is in a public space. So that's mm-hmm. the exact same as when you're young. Here's one. Watch for red flags. They can include a person who claims or looks to be a lot younger than you. Yeah. Which is the exact opposite of the That's what I was going to say. Make sure you meet online. What, in case they're like super old? <laughs> <laughs> Will you still need me? Young man of Shavitz here. Today, I represent the girly gang, and have we got the magic for you? We've got the foolproof flirting secrets. What to say, what to do, and how to connect with that special someone out there in the corner of your eye. So, to be honest, this article is ridiculous. There's a few things that are so dated about it. First of all, every single couple in this, they're celebrities. But still, they look so awkward because there's no phones in between them. There's just two people (laughs) together. There's people hugging. There's people talking. There is not a phone there. Like, there's this one picture of Gwen Stefani. And in the background, there's like about eight. Or, you know, girls or whatever. There's a guy there, too. But, like, the point is they none of them know, look like they know what to do. If this was, like, you know, this this just kind of tells you that the, the datedness of this. Yeah, for sure. But anyways, there's a couple good moves that you could do or a couple good things, you know. My uncle always says to me, this won't happen again and don't tell your parents. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, ouch. This is our little secret. Oh, no. That's dirty. I'm calling Chris Hansen right away. <laughs> no good idea ever started by with like an older person saying to a younger person, let's just keep this our little secret. Yeah. Don't tell anybody about this. Your mother does not know about this. Oh, God. Ew. Anyway. Right. Anyways, wow. What a, what a pleasant conversation quickly. we're Classic having so far. early mags. So <laughs> I agree with this. I agree with this just say hi thing. I've been told, and this is, this is, I feel like this is pretty good advice. If you go up to someone and you want to talk to them, go up to them, smile, say hi. If they look like they're disgusted, if they look like they have somewhere to go, if they're reading a book or on their phone and walking away from you, then they're not interested. Yeah. But if they engage you in conversation, they might still not be interested. <laughs> <laughs> talk to them and be cool. A be big, cool. a big flirting tip for me is I have a friend whose name won't be mentioned. He, whenever he was flirting with a girl, he always just like latched onto her and talked her fucking ear off. Go in, make your comment, and have like your rapport, and get out early, yeah. and then come back later. Don't hang around too long. Get your shots in. Get your FaceTime. Yeah, make her want more. I'll yeah. be over here for a bit. 
Yeah. <laughs> like when you're watching your nature documentaries, you know, when you're pre-drinking and stuff before you go to the bar, watch the thing on sharks, watch the thing on tigers and shit, but also watch the thing on birds. Just fly the fuck away. Get in and get out, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what the move is after that? Okay. So you get your flirting moment in. Guys, I'm great at this. Uh, you get your flirting moment in. You, you, you got your talk time, right? Like five minutes max. Then you go to the other side of the bar with your friends and occasionally look at her, make eye contact, then look away. But like look, clock eyes like you want to go over there and you still want to talk to her and then look away and then go back to talking to your friends. That is a move. I think it works. It definitely <laughs> it works. It just worked on me. <laughs> that is not bad, but like for me, and there's probably a few other people like me, if you're like me, don't do this. Don't try to smile at the person. Because there's something that really happens to me. Like yeah, do not when smile. the smile and the dick kind of cross, like those two <laughs> things are not a good look. It's like a dick <laughs> smile. No one wants to see that. The dick energy fucking pearly whites or whatever. Yeah, don't smile. I mean, smile shyly. Don't smile like you're captain friendly. Yeah, exactly. You can either do it or not. Like I've seen people do it very well. And then I am not one of those people. So you got to know, you got to know your limitations, right? Can you, can you give me an example of dick smiling? What the? F- I think your dick <laughs> just sneezed. That's, that's not with my tongue. Usually I'm unconscious about it. Like I knew I was doing it for you. Right, it's going to be right. a little bit more restrained. <laughs> Every once in a while you meet someone who's really nice and wonderful. And you're just wondering like, who wants to fuck this person? Because they're just too, they have too nice friendly vibes. There's no edge there's no danger. Yeah. There's no kind of sexualness about them. And you're just like, this seems nice. You're both women, right? Yes, I think uh, so. What, I identify as a female, yes. What are, yes. Your, uh, what are your flirting... Uh, one, like, what is what do men do that you respond to? And what do you do as a woman to, like, flirt? It's a good question. No, tell me! Um, <laughs> well, the thing that you said about the looking away... I found actually really good. It's yeah. like if you play the game, that that little fun coy game at the beginning, that's actually exciting. You catch each other's eyes and you look away and yeah. then you end up, you know, fucking in the bathroom at a yeah. bar. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but uh but I don't think I actually n- never have guys hit on me ever. So like my thing when I was younger was I'd go up to guys and be like, "Do you have the time?" <laughs> and then they would tell me the time and leave. Yeah, because what comes after that? I'm not laughing at you because I used to do the same fucking thing. What, what, what is the conversation that comes after that? Like, 9.15, it's like, that's a nice. good time. Yeah, I didn't have a follow-up I line. was born at 9.15, and then it just goes downhill. Because you never know. Like, that just happened to me. Like, this girl was really attractive, and, like, whatever. I'm, like, I'm like a one-woman man. I keep it pretty real. But, like, you always ask yourself, you know, was that... She asked me where the subway station was, you know. That's just and a question. I, like, gave her fucking exact directions to the subway station, and I walked away. I had no fucking smile on my face. It was like a fucking. We are good Samaritan. Just asked me where to go. Fucking, you know what I mean? I like, don't even I don't, need to have sex it's after hard that. To, like, I just love giving directions. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was the seventies, like you know what I mean? I'd rock a kind of three buttons down, and fucking my chest hair would be out. I'd have a couple of gold chains. I'd be like, of course, I could show you the subway. Oh my god. But why don't I drive you to where you need to go? Getting asked the directions anywhere is like first base. Getting asked directions in New York 
is the fucking greatest. Because all of a sudden you like become like a, a teamster from like Queens. Like, all right, you want to get where you're going or you want to really get where you're going? You don't want to go some asshole. I'm not an asshole, right? So I'm not going to jerk you around. You, they tell you to go down like uh, Houston, South Houston, and then get there. Nah, that's 3.30. You're a fucking idiot. That's when the delivery drivers come. No, what you want to do, it's so much fun. You feel like such a cool person. If you're in New York and someone tells you to go down to Houston, don't listen to them. You know what I mean? Do you want to know Houston. my... Here's, here is my surefire way to get me interested in you. Just start talking about serial killers. Jesus Christ. Do you know how many ki- women I've killed? <laughs> Do you want to go look in my car? I got some duct tape and a blindfold. <laughs> Do you know how many first dates of mine did not become second dates because I started talking about John Wayne Gacy? Really? Why oh would my you talk God. about a pedophile serial killer? That's or what I like to do in my spare time. I like no. to watch documentaries about serial killers. Oh, man. Rowie. Rowie, you fully would have gotten like another five more dates out of me if you had started immediately talking about John Wayne Gacy. There you go. And I know other people too. Richard M- Ramirez. I got to know them all. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, talk dirty to me. Rowie. Oh, God. <laughs> None of that monster shit on Netflix. I want the real <laughs> documentary, baby. So I don't know if we're going to keep going this, but I did look up some some pickup lines that I, I can't believe people use these. Are you from Iraq? Because I yes. like the way you bagged that ass up. Oh, Nice. And then I could go, I'm from Iraq, and then ir- introduce myself. That would be very clever. Yeah. Are you from Iraq? And then they say yes. And then they have a very sad story. Do like I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just back no, away. But slowly. Wait a second. I could say that. I could be like I'm half Iraqi, and I fucking need to bag that ass up. Oh my God, thank you. I've learned so much. Speaking of like some terrible, <laughs> terrible things you can do, there's like the five flirting mistakes in this article that I personally think are really should be on top. These should be the things that you do. For the most part, there's a couple things that are a little bit sketch, but like, don't mistake slutty for sexy. These <laughs> <laughs> arms just went He's up and dying. I'm like, I go know. for it. Oh, go nothing's more sexy than a guy who won't police my outfits. <laughs> Sorry. Nothing is more sexy than a guy that won't police my clothes. Slutty is a problematic term. I know because slutty, it's judgmental. What you want is sexually like confident yeah. in their that's attractive and I think that's what they mean by slutty that they sure. own their sexuality that's what I would imagine is being attractive if you're using the pejorative term slutty oh, yeah. no, it's no, just a sad evil word what about number two don't chew gum and then they show a photo <laughs> of Missy Elliott I who I know. fucking like, I love I might have a gum fetish or something like that am I the only one it forces you oh, to my. clench your jaw which gives off an uneasy vibe well if you're on ecstasy you how aggressively are you chewing your gum you know it's also it's impossible to chew gum as a guy and not come off like an asshole when you say anything. Like, yeah, you look like a, f- a freaking baseball junkie. Blow bubbles. Girls really like that. <laughs> Pussy bitches <laughs> love bubbles. Hit anything Ugh. you say. I donate to Doctors Without Borders. You still seem like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You're chewing gum. I'm an Sexy. 
Welcome back to Girly Mags. So as usual, we will be giving a quiz. Uh, this week's quiz is called Battle of the Babes, which we will be delivering to our dear Rowie so that he can finally sleep at night knowing who his true Hollywood soulmate is. A.K.A. Stud. A.K.A. Can we let me know which star of my spank bank? Don't let him the know. teller at my spank I'm bank. not going to. Which way to go, but let him know who the studs are. No, 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 no. I'm just going to read them and you get what I you think get. I should know who the studs are and nah. don't describe them, but let him know who the studs are at first, which he could get. No, because I think that it'll like kind of like lend, like he'll, re- he'll figure it He'll know it who out. the, who's the bad. I'm oh, not going to do that. That's a good point. I'm not yeah. going to do that. No, no, no. Anyway. Yeah. You're going to get a Hollywood stud. You're going to get a Hollywood stud, Ro. Are you ready to rumble? No matter what, a Hollywood stud this seems like a good fucking a good deal. All right, let's All let's right. do this, Monty Hall. Round one is personality traits. Would you rather date a guy who makes you laugh, has a shy charm, or turns every girl's head, or guys? I like the laughter. I'm a big I'm big on the humor. All right. You know when like when like the package is failing, yeah. humor can save the day. <laughs> Have you uh, dated a laughy boy? Andrew will tell you it's not fun. (laughs) Funny guy! Round two. Bad habits. Are you more likely to deal with a guy who sports goofy bedhead, is a tad forgetful at times, or curses up a fuckstorm? Mother, mother, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck, fuck. Mother, fuck, mother, fuck. Noise, noise, noise. Well, I think if we were cursing up a fuck storm together, it wouldn't really be that noticeable. So I'll say number three. All right. I have a thing. In my day-to-day dating life, I don't like uh, us to swear at each other. We can live our lives. Don't swear at me. I like to be in a permissive zone. And so if they can swear and I can swear, I feel good. You guys swear? You say swear words at each other in relationships? I swear all the time. All the time. All the time. I don't give a fuck. It could be my mom. Roe swears cool so that much too. that when I had do post-production, I have to actually cut out at least 80% of the you fucks you say. Him. I have to censor I guess you. the difference is swearing and swearing at someone. Yeah, no, there's a very different... Or using swearing as a filler versus to describe No, but something. when you're da- swearing at... Yeah, Would you yeah. allow that? I don't like that. No, I don't think so. I need some context. I've definitely told you to fuck off like twice at least in this podcast. <laughs> For sure. Oh, my God. Round three, dating style. Would you rather have a series of steady boyfriends, one serious long-term beau, or play the field? I like the series. I need variety, but, uh, you know, like What's playing the, the field seems so, like, empty. You know what I You're mean? You're a guy. Yeah, I like to get to know the people. I like to kind of invest a little bit and then get the fuck out. So you're (laughs) you're dating a lot? You like the series? Yeah, I like the series. You like the series? What's the difference between one and two? Like one, a series of boyfriends and then like one serious I guess maybe like, you know, like a couple of guys that you're kind of rotating around to figure out what suits you best. Yeah, you're with someone for years or you're with like three different people over a five-year period. Okay, next round. Reputation. Your dream guy is funny, sensitive, or a bit naughty. I like funny, but now that I have the chance to get naughty and funny, why not choose See? a different one? I like naughty it. Naughty. I like it too. I like it too. I like it. Because you can get to the end of this and maybe you'll have a tie, which just means that you are you, you are have to kill yourself. Forceful. <laughs> Um, Everyone loves a naughty boy. Because there's three others in me. All right. This is actually the last one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The last round. Tiebreaker. The sweet side. 
You're a sucker for a guy who can cheer people up, helps people in need, or adores his mommy. I think it's C, but I will let you answer. I, I, I get it. I get it. I feel like loving your mom is just fucking token. If you don't love your mom, there's just something completely wrong with you. That's fine. Also, can, you talk so nicely it. about your mom no. on the podcast. We can I'm debate it, so but I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I, I feel like people because i don't really have that it's like i don't go out of my way to fucking help people are you fucking kidding me so somebody seeing someone do that Mm -hmm. is just like melts my heart i'm like how do you care about someone else okay now i think we can go back to the one that actually lists names and you can figure out who you were actually going to choose and then we'll let you know because you have a tie right now you have a tie right. right now all right so last round body type which hottie gets you hot ashton kutcher josh hartnett or Colin, what's his face? Farrell. Farrell. Colin Farrell. Dare you? (laughs) I do love Colin Farrell. I love the first. The first one's Kutcher. I'm not down with Kutcher. He's a little too like tall and skinny. Too broy. He's too broy for Rowey. Not into that. Okay. It would probably have to be between Farrell and Josh Josh Hartnett. Okay, so this is pretty easy actually, because Colin Farrell is kind of just like a fucking famous for being a douche. So I'll go for Hartnett oh because God. he's got less less douche All attached right. to him. You're a fucking Sounds asshole. Sounds like you're Rowe. getting your dream come true, Ro. Here you get. He got all three of them. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, the conqueror. All right, How? your soulmate revealed. The goofy guy, Ashton Kutcher. Your dream dude delivers a mean punchline. Whether he's pulling some crazy prank on his friends or proudly sporting outrageous hathead, you can't fight back your I'm laughter. Sorry. You're also very partial to the sensitive sweetie like Josh Hartnett. To you, a caring cutie is a champ, but he's not one to bask in the spotlight. He'd rather focus all that attention on you. Last but not least, the wild man, Colin Farrell. A guy with a wild streak knocks you off your feet. But even though you're you're drawn to his naughty nature and the way he keeps his cool, you love that he's a real softy when it counts. Call me, Colin. (laughs) I have made my choice. So you're getting that three, four way you wanted. Yeah. Got the four. You're so barred. Honestly, Colin I wonder. Farrell. Wait, <laughs> would you guys choose Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell? Uh, looks wise, Colin Farrell. Colin definitely. Farrell looks wise. Colin Farrell, everything yeah. wise. No, I'm like always worried he's actually going to also give me an STD. Josh Hartnett, the name gives it away. It's like, you've caught my, you've caught my very heart. My heart is in the net. He also, but I also think Colin Farrell is actually a really good dude. He got ordained for the specific purpose of marrying his gay brother. Love it. Of like marrying his gay brother to Could another man. Well, thank God you clarified because he's marrying his own brother. Ireland just legalized gay marriage like the two weeks ago. Oh, it was abortion. It was abortion. So now gay people can have abortions. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for joining us yet again for an incredible episode of Goily Moy. It you. went into directions that you didn't. I didn't know it was going to go in that direction. We didn't even know it. I had no go. idea. All right, check us out on uh, Twitter, girly something mag. I think it's girly underscore mag, uh, and Instagram is girly dot mag. Yep. And you can email us. 
at girlymag at buns.com. If you have any questions you want us to answer, if you want to send us any pictures of you as a teen, if you want to wish James a happy birthday. Still lonely, gang. Do not do not send me any pictures of you as, as a teen, please. <laughs> All right, we love Only you. if you're peeing. <laughs> Only if you're peeing. You're a peeing. Love you guys. Love you so much. Bye, guys. Happy birthday, James. Happy Thank birthday. you. Right. I know you popular, but you gon' be famous today. I say I like the way you do that right there, right there. Switch your hips when you walk and let down your hair, down your hair. I like the way you do that right there.